Hey, real shit. Why, why they do my boy Masvidal like that, though? Oh, y'all seen the fight. Yo, I can't believe it, bro. And I was thinking the whole time while it was happening, I was like, yo, the whole I, in my podcast, I said this nigga was going to win. In my podcast, I said Wei Lee was going to win. In my podcast, I said Masvidal was going to have it one, one, the first and second round. And then if Usman was going to win, it was going to have to be in the fourth, third, or fifth round. Look at this. Nigga, Usman knocked his ass out in round dos. Usman knocked this motherfucker out in round dos and finished his ass, bro, with a power punch right to the motherfucking face. His soul left his body. Masvidal's soul left his body, bro. You see all the spit and all the sweat come out of this nigga's... Yo, I swear to God, I did not think that shit was going to go down like that, bro. I ain't going to lie. UFC 261, whatever the fuck, man. That shit really, hey, if you paid for that shit, if you paid for that shit, you got your money's worth. Good job. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good one. I ain't, hey, I ain't paid for that shit. I was streaming that shit. Don't worry about it. Don't ask me for the stream, nigga. Nah, if you need to stream, yo, hit me up. But, um, I streamed that shit. But if you paid for it, I ain't even gonna hold it against you. That shit was lit, bro. And Chris Weidman. Speedy recovery, my boy. Speedy recovery because that shit was nasty. That shit was fucking nasty, bro. I ain't never had a UFC fight or, or, or like anything happen in the UFC where I'm just like, oh, okay, ah, uh, man. And it makes me turn my head away. You know what I mean? Like, you get one of those, like, ah, I can't look type of feelings. I was looking. Trust me. I didn't want to be a bitch. I was looking. But, bro, you've got to be kidding me, bro. You have got to be kidding me. That shit was fucking nasty, bro. And the fact that he stepped on his own, ah, his own ankle, bro. The nigga stepped on his own ankle. He didn't realize it. And that's when he, he, he shouted in pain and then he dropped to the ground like, oh, fuck. Credit to um Uriah Hall. I mean, I hey, technically, technically I said Uriah Hall was going to win. In my last podcast Technically I said Uriah was I didn't say how Uriah was gonna win But technically I did say Uriah was gonna win And Uriah won that A lot of people say Oh no he didn't Bro he checked the kick bro Uriah checked the kick Whether Wyman wants to accept it or not Uriah took a nice little um stride out With his um lead leg And he checked the kick with his knee pretty much And this dude, Chris Wiseman's shin, just clap. <laughs> bro, I don't know how to. That's the noise that I heard, bro. Clap. That shit. <laughs> that shit is, bro. You don't want to see that shit, bro. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. Fuck it. Just go look at it, bro. Because that. Oh, man. And, and you know, it's crazy to do right before him. The fight literally right before them. The same shit happened. Except it was a little different. It was a little different. Little, little, little tiny adjustments. This nigga, uh, what's his name? Anthony Smith was, you know, I was actually worried for Anthony Smith. Y'all know who Anthony Lionheart Smith is. He's the dude who fought um, John Jones. Where they were like, oh, he could probably do it, and he did ass against John Jones. But um, you know, Anthony Smith. I said he was gonna lose, 
because I thought he was washed up. But I, then, I, then I seen that he, he went through this whole mental rehab thing or whatever the fuck. He, he got mental health and that he just changed his whole mentality. And he, you know, he still has a fire in him now and et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, OK, OK, I, I fuck with it. I like it. OK, you know what I mean? And then he came out. He was excited, bro. When he came out to the ring, I mean the ring, like it's WWE. When he came out to the octagon and shit, you know what they do when they walk out? He was excited. Bro was like jumping. He was, you know, yelling at the crowd. He was excited. And then, you know what I'm saying? He was really, he was putting on a show. Then whoop started. They started scrapping. You know what I'm saying? They were scrapping it. And Anthony Smith was getting a lot of kicks to the leg himself. And I was like, okay, this could be this could be bad, you know what I'm saying? This could this this could not last uh, you know, more than a couple rounds if he keeps getting kicked in the legs like that. Then all of a sudden Anthony Smith throws a leg kick of his own. Nice hard one. Bah! That shit hits this um uh, what was that dude's name? I forgot to do his name, honestly. I forgot to do his name. Hold on, let me look. Let me look it up real quick, cause I'm doing all this on my phone, right? I can just look it up. I don't know why I'd be scared to look shit up. Hold on, what, UFC 261. I think that's the one that just happened, right? Yep. It's like Chris Weidman, bro. That's the first thing I see, Chris Weidman. But Anthony Smith versus Jimmy uh, Jimmy Crew. Yeah, he kicked Jimmy Crew in the back of the knee, bro. Fuck that shit up, bro. He, I guess the nerve just gave out. Which is a bit better than Weidman's situation, but nah, the way he was stepping on his own leg too, bro, it, it, it looked bad too. He may have broken something too. I think he broke something too. I think he broke something too, for sure. For sure broke something too. But damn, bro, two legs back to back broken. I was scared for the rest of the night. When Valentina was fighting, I was like, oh my God, I swear to God, I hope this bitch doesn't break her own leg, bro. Some shit like that. I hope, you know, oh my God. And then, whoo, Valentina put, um, Valentina put Jessica Andrade in a, in a crucifix position, which is the worst position to be in, bro. If you're in a crucif- uh, crucifix position, you can't defend yourself. You really can't defend yourself, bro. And it, it, it sucks because you're getting just elbowed to the face. If the referee don't stop it, you're going to get fucked up. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what was happening. And um, obviously, she got the TKO win. Then my girl, wait, Lee took a head kick to the dome, bro. Head kick to the dome. Dropped her ass. Dropped her ass, bro. I knew Rose was tough. And I knew Rose was the bigger woman. But, like, fuck. I thought Waylee was going to be scrappier. I thought, you know what I'm saying, maybe Waylee should have tried wrestling with her more, you know, instead of, like, trying to throw the hands with someone who got the reach on you, you know, and her leg, come on, you know. She should have just tried to ground and pound her or something. I don't know, man, but Waylee, I felt bad for Waylee because I like Waylee, man, and I don't, I don't fuck how people were booing her, bro. I don't fuck with that shit because she really doesn't really say anything. She's kind of, she's pretty nice, to be honest. She's pretty nice, and, um... You know, she hasn't really, even when, when uh, Joanna was talking shit to her, you know, she was being nice. She said, shut up. That's what she said. You know what I'm saying? That's all she said. You know, that's probably the worst thing she said. And I felt bad. I'm like, fuck, man. Y'all killing her momentum. Everybody booing her and shit. Just be happy that y'all got a fight. And then, whoa, head kick to the fucking dome was out. Then we had the main event, Masvidal, man. Masvidal, look, yo, Masvidal's a good actor, if anything, man, because he had us all convinced that he was about to put Usman through hell. He had us all convinced that Usman was about to get dragged through the pit of hell, bro. 
I thought this nigga Usman was gonna have to come out of that shit with a couple scars, but looks like he came out of that shit unscathed. Which, honestly, bro, at that point, you gotta say Usman is one of the goats, bro. Usman has to be one of the goats right now. Until, well, I, honestly, hold on. Let's take that back. He's a goat. He's good. He's a goat, obviously. But there is still someone he hasn't fought. There's someone he hasn't fought, which could pose as a good stylistic matchup for him. And that man is named Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson is a people's champ, and everybody knows that. So Kamar Usman, I don't think it should happen right now. I think they should. I think Usman should take a break. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson should just. You know, rack up some more wins and do his thing, shine, get get a lot of hype um, behind him, and then you know they make it a big fight. But I, I I'm pretty sure that Stephen uh, Stephen Thompson is is, um, is the next guy for Kamaru Usman. Has to be because he's he's on a tear right now, and that's the only person he hasn't faced. You know so. There we go right there. And, and honestly, Shevchenko, there's no one else for her. There is no one else for her. I, besides Amanda Nunez, there is no one else for her. That's going to be a great fight to set up. Um, Israel Adesanya is fighting soon, sooner than we think. I think he's fighting June 12th or some shit like that. Um, he's fighting uh, Vittori. I forget, I forget his first name. What's his first name? Let me look this up too. Hold on. I feel like it's Matt or, <laughs> or like something simple. Ah, forgot what it is. Vittori. I don't think it's Matt. What the fuck is it? Marvin. Marvin Vittori. There we go. Marvin Vittori. So he's facing Marvin Vittori like June something. Then we got Connor's rematch. When, what do y'all think about Connor's rematch, honestly? Because, you know, it could go either way. I feel like poor. <sighs> Poirier is Poirier is fucking it up for himself because we already know Poirier is an emotional fighter. Now this is all you know. I hope that you a UFC person, you know, saying an MMA fan watching this shit. Poirier is a an emotional person. With that being said, he fights better when his emotions are not invested into the fights. He even admitted to this on the Joe Rogan show. He said that Connor being nice to him. Was actually better for him than Connor being mean, the f- like the first time around, getting to his head. But now Poirier has stirred up some drama with Connor, created animosity. Now Connor doesn't fuck with him anymore. Now they're on bad blood. Now, does that mean, does that give Poirier an edge? I think not, because he even told us it doesn't. You know what I mean? So. With that being said, Connor could get it. Connor could get it in his head, and Connor could capitalize on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what could happen? And um, yeah, man, Enganu, Enganu versus Derek Lewis. I mean, I don't know if you guys know who Derek Lewis is, the Black Beast Derek Lewis. My balls are hot. <laughs> if you don't know who Derek Lewis is, go look up Derek Lewis on fucking YouTube, man. And go watch his highlights. That boy is a monster. 
a motherfucking monster. I'm telling you right now, he has power, bro. His hands are cinder blocks. And I know Nganu's hands are cinder blocks also, but his hands are cinder blocks as well. So, what do you think happens when you match two motherfuckers that got power like that up, right? What do you think what happens? Oh, I'll tell you what happens because it happened. They already fought one time. What happened was they were both shaky. They both did not want to fucking throw a punch. They were standing right there just waiting to throw the first punch. You know what I'm saying? They were feeling each other out a little too long. By the time they, you know, they started getting it cracking, it was over with. So what happened there? Was it a brain fart on Nganu's part? Nganu has a lot more confidence now. Nganu is a lot more technical now. Combined with his power, I feel like Nganu wins. But Derek Lewis did fight Nganu one time, and um, he did get the win over Nganu. And it was merely because he threw like two more punches than Nganu. Literally, like he, he literally threw like two more punches than Nganu, and that's how he got the win. He literally shook his head, fuck this shit. They, they, they both didn't like the decision. And um, they just moved on. Derek Lewis moved on to knock a whole bunch of people out. And Ganu went on to knock a whole bunch of people out. And Ganu got the title. Now Derek Lewis got to fight him. My concern is that Derek Lewis is the shorter man. And Ganu, Ganu was amazing against shorter people. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, bro. I don't think this is. I don't. Th- I don't think this is gonna be good for Derek. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I don't think this is gonna be good. And, and I like Derek Lewis. I like Derek Lewis. I'm not gonna lie. I like him. You know. I would like to see him as champ too, but right now I think we should give we should give the reigning African champs, Ngannou, Israel, and Kamaro their crowns. Man, they they really running shit right now. I think Ngannou is gonna hold that title for a long time, long time. John Jones can come in and try, uh, but John Jones has to. John Jones has to come in and not make a single mistake, not a single mistake, bro. Not not a, nothing. He has to be perfect, a hundred percent perfect, and that's very hard to do in the fight. Very hard to do in the fight. Very very even as a professional, man. I'm telling you, these professionals, quote unquote professionals. They they have poor technique as well, and I know I'm not anyone to critique that shit, but you know I've seen fucking good technique, and I've seen also UFC fighters with bad technique. Even the ones with bad technique win fights, you know. So it doesn't really matter. It's all it's all mental and heart. But I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard to be perfect. So I feel like if John Jones can be a hundred percent perfect, he might be able to take Ngannou. You know, technically, like pick him apart, throw leg kicks. You know, immobilize him a little bit. You know, if he, if John Jones throws enough good leg kicks and gets Ngannou's legs like hurt, right, to slow him down. Now Ngannou's throwing haymakers and Ngannou's tired. He might be able to counter Ngannou, but he just he has to be able to. To evade every shot, which is very hard, man. It's very hard because Ngannou's fast, hits hard, and now he's getting pre- precision because he's training to, to he's training his his form. He's training his the technical part of fighting. So you literally the dude's a specimen of a scary motherfucker. That's why I'm like, yo, 
I don't know, man. I don't know who's gonna beat Ngannou. I don't know who's gonna beat him. But um, yeah, bro. UFC uh, 261 was fucking insane. Now we only have the future to look forward to because there are a lot of fights that need to play out, a lot of fights that are, that need to be made, a lot of things that need to be announced, bro. It's a lot of um, new fighters also that just joined the UFC. That that Pat dude and and a lot of, a lot of good things happening. For all my MMA fans, man, if you watched it this far, I appreciate y'all. Have a good motherfucking day or a good motherfucking night. I appreciate y'all for listening. Like I just said, I'm fucking stupid. I was smoking my blunt. Let me unlock my phone. I put the wrong password in. And I'm out. There we go. Peace.